Hello and welcome to the Dash Podcast. This is your host, Trey Gamage, and joining me is actually a lifelong friend, man, and a, a member of the Money Talks, Learning How to Get Paid to Speak program, and he's also a barber, an extreme barber in South Bend, Indiana, man, MC Reese Cuts, my guy Maurice Campbell. I'm so glad you took the time to join me today, my guy. How you doing? Good deal, good deal. Well, first let me let me start with this, Maurice. What what's led you? So, Money Talks just came out. We're about to relaunch the course. You've been in the first program. What what led you to want to be a part of a speaking program and learn how to get paid to speak? Uh, man, really, man. When I heard you said, man, you can get paid to speak, it just I had a a whole vision. You know, a whole vision in my mind, like my back of my mind, man. Like it was just like yesterday, man. Like we was talking about Toastmasters, and it was just like, man, we the kids, and we was talking about this, and it was just started hitting my mind, like you can get paid to speak. Like, oh man, this is this is something that I really can do because, man, if anybody can speak, that's what everybody doing every day. Yeah. So all it all it takes is just a little bit, you know enthusiasm and stuff like that, you know, make somebody feel good and right. really give people encouraging words and, you know, really set a perception on somebody to change their life within just a couple minutes of a conversation. Yeah. And know, so I'm like, I'm like, whoa, I'm like, man, if I can get paid to speak, I know I can do this. I'm like, I'm doing this right now. So, yeah, exactly. You know, let's, let's turn it up. And, and that is a pretty cool perspective that you have as a barber because you literally got people in your chair for 30 and 45 minutes at a time and you get to just speak life to them. So, I mean, I know, you know, as we've had conversations and we've been working t- together the last 30 days and <clears throat> you know, I've been knowing you the last 15 years, you know, what what is it about having that person in the chair? What are you trying to sow into people as you're, as you're being their barber? Well, actually, you know, with me being somebody actually being a barber is like you have this extra extra initiative uh, like it's like an extra alternative thing that you have it's like a little power not saying that you a god or anything but <laughs> it's how like people look at you and it's just they look at you differently they carry you especially kids right. so it's like they look up to you so when somebody looking up to you you really gotta set an example like you know you know like how you really set an example out here for people it's not like okay you out here just not being as average barber or stylist, you know, it's really, it's really like trying to put a perception on people, but putting a perception on yourself as well, like setting, it, setting the tone, you know, because people look at you, you know, down the future, For down sure. the road, stuff like that. So I really, me myself, it's really like, uh, man, it's not a godly thing, but it's just, it makes me feel blessed that I have this extra service that I can right. talk to people, I can I can make somebody feel real good in the difference of their day. You know, a perception can turn and the other cheek where man, they could have came in with a bad day and they just Yeah. They got a whole different day after that fresh haircut and just talking to them just for 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's just a whole nother man, it's an absolute feeling that man it just make you feel very like refreshed. Right. Uh, not only that, it's helping yourself. Uh, you talking with people, stuff like that. Uh, man, I just man, I wouldn't change it for the world, man. I'm with, I'm with I love it, and you shoot, you make people look good and feel good at the same time. Shoot, exactly. Th- that's, man, that's a, that's a, that's a man. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change the lives that one cut at a time. And you yes, man. and you talk about being more than a barber. That's something that you've told me a lot of times. You wanna do I mean your your perspective and even the way that you've approached the money talk speaking course, you've you've thought about it in a different way. And I know South Bend, we've got the Heroes Camp. Everybody don't know about the Heroes Camp. But talk about your vision for your business, because you're, you're not just a barber, but again, you see yourself as a speaker, as a mentor, as someone that's really helping people. Talk to me about the vision that you have for yourself. Yes, uh, I mean, the vision, the vision is bigger than me. I mean, the vision is uh, it's not, it's not like a, a franchise or a company. It's like a unity. I mean, you're building this off diversity level. You got all type of cultures coming in there, no matter how you look, all of that changing lives where people come in there. It's an urban evolutional barbershop where it's a reach out, where mm. it's just not a barbershop. It's just an evolutional thing where people coming in there, they talking about their promotions, they talking about their breakthroughs, they talking about everything in a book where it's, it's all positive to the point where people is where to the point where they want to be in there they want to feel that energy right you know you need to have a lot of people like that more of a where they can just go there and be like man I can come here I can vent I can feel good you know more of a thing where you have a reach out where kids is coming there they doing their homework they got counselors they got the whole thing basketball getting a haircut I mean everything that's going to help them I mean a big rec center to the point where these kids don't even have to worry about no heroes camp they ain't got to worry about no mm. uh, croc center they ain't got to worry about nothing they ain't even got to worry about going to the park all you got to do is come here do your homework stuff like that <laughs> hey man you got a whole it's a one stop shop exactly you gonna have so many successful kids yeah talking about the generation that we have right now that we need that we gotta fill it we gotta fill that whole gap you yeah. know what I'm saying? So they need that. With I, mean, that I got kids myself that's in that in this in that you know, that area. So I see it now. So yeah. I'm like, man, if kids had a uh, alternative thing that, that's that's here like that, that's a center, I mean people wouldn't they wouldn't dare to second guess to have their kids there. I For mean, sure. For sure. Know, do you do you feel like the the program that you've been through the last thirty days and, and going through money talks and us working together has helped bring you closer? Um, to that vision? Man, I feel like this money talk thing has motivated me in the last 30 days, but not just 30 days, in the last three weeks, I've seen a difference in my motivational, in my motivational standpoint right now, like in my whole life and everything that how I get to my next level to motivate me, to elevate me, I mean to elevate me so I can execute all these these uh, humps, you know, I ain't gonna mm -hmm. say, you know, you know, the I, obstacles, I mean, I yeah, humps like that. But I actually, to the point where I can feel like I'm, I'm breathing. I can live life a little bit. Yeah, know? yeah, and I mean, they are humps. They are obstacles, you know, that you've got to overcome and and get past. And that and that's what it's about. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said it like that because, of course, we set our our get paid to speak goal, and we've talked about um, how to outline your speech and write your message and build your platform. But it's also that empowerment piece of the program where you got somebody that you can kind of lean on 
and you know you and I share the same vision and everybody else in the course shares that same vision so you get to come together in a community of like-minded people who are looking to to do the same thing and that's ultimately to help people and serve people so I, I kind of want to go back in time a little bit recent and talk about our childhood a little bit man we we grew up in uh, in South Bend. We grew up in, in Carriage House 1 and 2, you know, hanging with, with the parents and everything, man, from fifth grade on up. And, and just that place, you know, I feel like that's that motivates so much in me because when we man, were... Man, I'm telling you, man, can I get an amen? I mean, <laughs> poverty is so crazy from the time now to here. It's like, man, that really... I can really say that I really... I made it out. Yeah. Like, I'm not where I'm all the way supposed to be at right now, but I can say honestly, God gave me the strength every day to wake up, and I made it out. Uh, like, I made it out of that. Like, I wouldn't even, I would love to talk about it, sit back, laugh about it, all of that, but I wouldn't even go back to none of them days. Wow. Like, that gives me goosebumps, you know, man. When, when did you know, when did you know you were in poverty? Man, I knew I was in poverty probably... When I first picked up my first pair of clippers, uh, and I was at the age of 13, okay, starting cutting everybody in the neighborhood slowly, yeah, but sure, <laughs> slowly. But I was trying to make people right. I wasn't giving them any more quality cuts <laughs> right now, but I was making it happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I had Walmart clippers, but I mean, I was making it happen. I mean, I was making the magic happen. You were doing it. You were, yes, and, and yes. did you? Is that when you started paying? Were you charging for cuts back then too? I mean, I wasn't laughing. Well, I mean, when that time when that time was coming around, I I wasn't really you know charging people. But I was right. like, I said anything will go right now. It was like five dollars. Right. That's when I first started cutting. Just learning the craft. Exactly. I was coming up on the craft and it gradually start getting better. Yeah. And I start seeing it get better, better. Yeah. You know, I didn't um I didn't realize how broke we were, Maurice. And it was just interesting because it was, you know, me, you, Quashawn, Deshaun, Jalen, um, David was out there, you know. We were really we, we were just kicking it. But we spent so much time with each other just fooling around and hanging out outside. Like I feel like I missed a lot of that pop. Like it wasn't until you went home that that you could see how broke you were. And even when you got home, so you've been outside all day. You've been playing around and, and didn't really get to see that. So you, you're right about that age, 13, 14, 15. That was like, dang, man, like, I need some yes, money. You know, we yes, we got we got to like, do something. We got to do something. Like, man, I need some money. Like, this ain't getting it. My mom gave me a little money, but this money ain't getting it. I'm yeah. Like, I got to make the difference. Yeah. You know, and every, ever since then, man, I've I never looked back, man. I've been on my own since I was the age of 15, man, and I'm not even saying that I was always on, all on my own. But I know my mom told me to start showing up, showing me the way when I was when I started turning about the age of 15, and I never looked back since then. Got I you. had my first part. I had my first apartment when I was getting out of my last senior, my, my last year and senior at Penn. And after that, I never looked back. Had my first child, and man, I mean, I really haven't looked back, bro. Like, I, yeah. Man, I mean, the come up has been real. I mean, to the point where when we was kids and running around talking about like how we was gonna make it out and play yeah. football and all of that, man, that's man. I mean, we literally, man, we went yeah. past that level, bro. I it's, mean, that's a bro. When I say this is a blessing, every time.
time I wake up even thinking about that, I'm actually talking about money talk. Like, bro, <laughs> I, I, I speak on that, bro. I like every day, bro. I literally read the goal statements every day. Bro. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. That's what I'm so talking like, about. Yes, bro. Like I, I literally, I talk, I talk this about my wife. I tell her all the time, like, bro, I cannot believe that I'm talking to one of my best friends, but like my bro that I actually grew up with playing football and everything, and knowing that I know how you made it out, but what you're doing right now in the midst of your life, of your whole testimony and everything, bro. Like, bro, I still can't believe it. Like, I can't yeah. believe that I'm talking to you from South Carolina. We grew up from here in South Bend, at South Bend, Indiana, bro. Like, yeah, I literally can't believe it, bro. Like, it's it's, it's 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 very inspirational. I mean, it's very inspiring to the point where I was like, man, this dude inspired me. Like, I don't even know him no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, bro, like, bro, I listen to all. I try to listen to most majority of your stuff, like during the day, like during the day stuff like that. Right. When I got time. Yeah. Man, what? It's, it's very. It's very. Uh, man, it's it's a it's a, a good opportunity though. But for real, Trey, like. Bro, I would never think that I would be talking to you right now. Wow. About this whole class thing and Toastmasters, all of that stuff. Bro, I'm like, when you told me, when you first told me about Toastmasters, I, it blew my mind, bro. The first thing I thought about was when we was kids at the shop talking about Toastmasters. Mm. As we speak, I still remember where I was mm. at when Dang. we talked about that. I mean, that's how if you really speak life into existence, you're not going to remember. I mean, you're not going to forget right. the things that you said about life, you know, when it comes to success. You know what I'm saying? So, like, man, I mean, all these tools that we use through our life, how to stay consistent and stay precise. Right. You know, precision, precise, you know, all that, you know, about our craft, everything on how we speak or how we carry ourselves, man, bro, like, all of that stuff, bro, like, it has brought me so, like, it brought me so far bro like right i couldn't even tell you so like even doing this like this talking stuff with you stuff like that speaking bro this ain't doing nothing but this ain't doing nothing but elevating me bro right 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 then you know? that that's what it's about man it's not about it's not about what you get at the end of the day i mean you're gonna get paid to speak you're gonna get you don't get 500, 1,000, 1,500 a pop to go speak. But it's about that person that you have to become. You know, we, we grew up at, at, at 10, 11, 5th grade on up. You know, and that was that was one thing. And like you said, it's like talking to a different person. I'm thinking the same thing. Like, man, I saw you you posted a picture. You cut my little brother's hair. I'm like, man, this dude fresh. Like, who who did that? Oh, that's that's my guy, Maurice. You know, how, shoot, where, where did that come from? So it's like, even as far as long as it's been, and as much as we've grown, I still feel like I'm talking to my childhood friend. I still feel like I'm talking to when we was in fifth, sixth grade and doing that. So as much as you change, I mean, we're still saying the same. And that attitude, the mindset we've got towards each other, like that that, that piece doesn't change. And wanting to be motivated and just building and, and sharing off of one another and, and using each other to, to push towards that next step, that's something that hasn't changed. Yeah. I still remember like it was yesterday. Like, man, bro, remember? Like, man, bro, he was talking about Toastmaster, and I kept thinking, <laughs> like, man, he was talking, he was sitting up there. Man, y'all remember? He was like, 
I still remember to this day, bro. You was like, have y'all ever heard about Toastmasters? And I'm like, what? Oh, man. <laughs> bro, you speak your life into existence, bro. Whatever you're doing, please don't stop. <laughs> so much man that that means a whole lot That's been a cool piece about it too. Well, first off, I'm I'm really one of my main goals, man, is to get back to South Bend. You know, when I when I left South Bend and I went to school in Ohio at Miami, Ohio, um, the idea was still like right now. I mean, that's where my people are at. I don't have. I got my wife here now. I got my aunts in in Charlotte. I've got some family in Atlanta, but all my family isn't here. So I'm still. I'm always trying to look for ways that I can come back to South Bend. And like even in my own visions, like how do I get back in and give back to where I'm from, and how do I get back and even get an excuse to come back home? So that's that you you driving me to make me want to come back home a little bit more often, 
you know, and do some things <laughs> up in up in not, South Bend. Yeah, but not just that, bro. Like, bro, it's always that home is always gonna be home. But you can always come here and kill some. And I mean, like, kill. I'm not saying like that. I'm talking about kill some success to the point where you really changing lives, but people see mm. that difference, and you just putting a perception on them and talking to them, bro. Like, you got to understand that enthusiasm, what you really bring in, bro. Like, the city is hearing it. The city, uh, South Carolina, they probably not used to hearing that, bro. Uh, uh, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like, and I deal with a lot of people, and I'm not saying that I know every city and state, but I know that South Carolina probably not usually seeing your type of, uh, what's, what's the word for it? That's... Your type of uh, flavor or your type of, <laughs> like, how you get down, like, type deal. Like, they not they not usually seeing that. They don't see your type of swag that you got. You got a whole different swag. You got a side hey, swag. look, I'm going to... Go so ahead. When they, your swag, when they see your swag down uh, down there, that's on a whole nother level. Shoot, they man. You get me geeked up right now, for me. Shoot, I'm. You got me. You talking about me motivating you? Shoot, I'm ready to turn up right now. I'm ready to go make some things happen, make it shake. Um, you know that. That's that's an interesting point because it's you know it's it's different in the South. I'm not gonna say South South Carolina ain't got nothing shaking, um, but but it's different. You know it's 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 from what I've seen and where I'm at. It, you either got it or you don't. So I'm like one of the only people like that that I know or that I'm involved with. It's just a small core of people that are in that in-between and that can bridge that gap between the folks that um, are still in poverty and trying to work their way out and those that have already gotten out and, and have accelerated and become just great at what they do. So I feel like I'm in that middle. And like you said, that just that flavor, you know, where I'm at age-wise, what I'm doing with, with my business and what God's doing um, leading me through the way like that's that's a you're right I think that's another kind of flavor man and I appreciate you pointing that out that's a that's a great I'm supposed to be interviewing you man you over here uh, speaking life to me and, and prophesying over stuff for me but I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take that gas I'm gonna fill up my car and I'm gonna keep no, on man, driving no, you're supposed to man because man anything I allow myself to listen to somebody and I feel like they got that type of um, what's the word I'm looking for like how a person talk uh, mm. Uh, what's that word? What I'm looking for? Like, um, uh, how individual talk, like just like how they come off. Conviction. Like, they say, so like, I, conviction. Is, conviction. Is that yes. it? Conviction. Con yeah. Uh, conviction. How you say it? Conviction. Yeah. Conviction. Conviction. So yeah. So yeah. Like usually, like when a person like get that, when you get that type of nature on somebody, like you can feel that vibe. Yeah. So like I've been, I've been really good at that. Like you can really sense if somebody being serious about like how they say something about uh, you. Uh, uh. Just because like it's just how they worded and stuff like that. But man, I I felt uh, man, and I know how like when somebody says something, I'm not, bro. I'm not. I'm not just because I know you. I'm not feeding you. I'm not trying to hype you up or nothing like that, bro. That bro, this is real life facts, bro. Like everything you doing, bro, you speaking into existence right mm. now, bro. And I, I respect that, bro, because a lot of people don't, bro. Like, like when I said about the podcast, bro. Yes, it took me probably about a month to really like think about: Do I really want to launch this podcast? Is this right. what I really want to do? Yes, right. That's what I really want to do. Yeah. You know, so I was gonna name this podcast like Real Talk because I, I'm always talking about a whole bunch of stuff. 
Yeah. I'm like, man, do I really want to name it Real Talk? Because they got a show like Real Talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm one of those ones. I got to be creative. So I, yeah. I don't like copying people and stuff like that. So, like, if I launch this podcast, I got to have it. Like, I mean, I'm, me, I'm, man, I'm real precise with things. I got to have it <laughs> organized, everything. I mean, that's just how I am. Even when I'm set up with the Clippers, I mean, yeah. I got to have things clean. I got to have all of that. Like, if I don't, I can't start a haircut. Shoot, man. Haircut's getting done. I be seeing you with your little commercials, man, and you got your whole little kit. You got your whole little uh, steel briefcase with all your clippers in it, man. You you be doing your thing with the clippers, man. You don't play no games with the mobile cuts and with the Reese cuts. You you really be on it. Right, right. He said he said with the steel briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you still got good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, man, that that's that's a funny thing too, because um, I feel like I feel like I'm not that funny, Maurice. I feel like I I like I like I, I, my jokes are compliments, low key. Like I'm not good at you know. You got some folks that just say mean things to you and degrade you. Like my jokes ain't never mean. It's always like, man, you you out here you looking looking official with your steel briefcase. Who got a steel briefcase? You know that's with clippers in it. That's tight, man. That's cool. You know, I feel like all my jokes be uh, fun and nice with it. Uh, right. So I, I, I like that, man. That's that's good, man. That's good. I'm glad to see, you know, you doing so well. And, you know, Deshaun is doing really well also. Um, you know, he's got a food truck at Indiana State. He's looking to expand to IU. He's got all kinds of things yeah, going man, I, on. I heard, man, bro, I heard, I heard about that, man. Because, and I'm not just sounding like that, but he got a business license. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, he went to school for business. Yeah, he so, got his masters too. Having a business and having him having that truck right now, exactly. So you know, like once I get myself right, I man, that's somebody I'm trying to talk to. Like man, like yeah. man, you get started with this food truck, but I need to get a truck myself. But I'm yeah. just a system on just putting somebody in that bad boy. And a Mercedes van or a Nissan van, they coming in there, they acting like they they treat themselves like they are a local celebrity or whoever yeah. they think they is, a local doctor. Yeah. They get in there, they get a haircut. Yeah. Let's get, let's get it happen. Let's hey, make it happen. I like that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you can take your business anywhere you want to go. Oh uh, yeah, man. That's that's the that's the big you know that's the big Reese cut label on uh on a big business like that on a big mobile business. Yeah, you for know, sure. That's what I really want to do with the whole label blow it up because it's here in the city you know i hear it all the time people talk about man you can't do that here you can't do that here and stop being man what you can't be do man, anything is possible with god yeah watch me, me. yeah watch me <laughs> <laughs> mm. but you know what i'm saying like you wouldn't have these type of prices here yeah but you know the prices from like 250 300 dollars like that's how they have in atlanta Mm. Or like New York City or Cali, you know stuff like that. If we would have a, a mobile business here, I would have anything from group wise, yeah, from eighty from eighty dollars to one twenty, mm. maybe maybe on up for a VIP session. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So that's what I really want to man. That's what I really want to have at yeah. the end of the day. Um, we got a little work to do, but we gonna make this happen. Hey man, one step but, at a time. That's it. One step at a time. Um, for sure. I love it. 
Well, shoot, tell, tell me, for everybody that's listening, where can they find you at? How can they get in touch with you on social media or so, anything hey, like uh, that? You guys can get contact with me on social media where it's uh, Reese. You guys can book at ReeseCut116. That's the page where you can get a mobile call at right now. No matter what the city you win, state, let's get it. 116, <laughs> that's how you book in. You can follow me on Instagram, 27, Snapchat, 25. Don't don't forget Reese the Barber 27, Snapchat 25, Instagram 27. Okay. And that's so Reese the Barber 27? Yeah, everything is Reese the Barber 27 on Instagram. Everything for Snap is Reese the Barber 25. And on the booking page is Reese Cut 116. Okay. Okay. That's good, man. What shoot, what words can you leave the people with before we before we depart, before we say bye? Well, I say one thing. If you want if you want if you want a good haircut and a good talk, you don't want to be disappointed. Appointments disappoint all appointments. Hey. I mean, a, a scheduling appointment disappoint all schedule, all schedule consultation. You feel me? So, like, I usually tell people, man, if you want a good haircut, you can come get that good haircut by Reese Cut. Come book that cut. <laughs> I like uh, that. I like that, Maurice. Well, shoot, man. I'm so glad no, you joined. Huh? I said, yeah. What you say, babe? Hold on, I'm sorry. Oh, oh you you talking to Bay? Well, shoot. Let me go ahead and sign oh, off for this podcast, dude. Appointments prevent disappointment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Appointments prevent disappointment. So if you don't want no disappointment, you got your boy Reese Cuts. I promise you, I got you. Ma- you don't have to worry about that. Ma- <laughs> make that appointment. I love it, man. Thank you so much for joining me, me, Maurice. And thank y'all for listening. Go follow Reese the Barber 25, Reese the Barber 27 on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Maurice Campbell, man. Um, I'm excited about Money Talks. I'm excited about the course that we've got. So I thank you so much for tuning in. And I thank you so much, Maurice, for joining me. We'll see thank you, you next time. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time on the Dash Podcast.